Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginners SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill. Okay, so today I want to dive into small businesses, which most of you are a small business owner, so that's handy. But I want to talk about my favorite SEO tips, or more strategies, I suppose. Um, breaking away from sort of the basic beginner SEO stuff that I do every week. Instead, I want you to start thinking holistically about how you approach your SEO strategy in general as a small business owner. So I've got seven top tips and I can guarantee you won't have heard of these tips, okay? These are sort of, this is the good stuff. All right, so grab a pen or, I mean, you don't have to because obviously this podcast, you can listen to it whenever. Also, I do turn them into blog posts now as well. So you can check it out on my website in a week or two. But so, my top SEO tips for small businesses. Number one, I want you to look ahead to the future. And you're going to be like, well, that's just not useful, is it? It is useful. What I mean is I want you to start thinking before they've even happened about emerging trends in your industry. Why? Because as a small business owner, unfortunately, we're all searching for the same information, the same businesses, Big businesses, small business businesses are all on the same search engine. So you're having to compete sometimes against really big companies, which makes it hard. You know, if you want to sell women's shoes these days, it's going to be incredibly hard because there's such big brands out there on the same platform that you're advertising or you're marketing, which is why it's crucial that you find these undiscovered sort of or emerging trends, let's call them, these untapped opportunities. So you're constantly having to be, I guess, a bit more innovative than a bigger company because you don't have that same presence as them. So I guess to sum this tip up, when you're planning your keyword research or when you're planning your business in general, what can you do that is soon to be a popular trend or soon to be a popular service? Get ahead of the crowd, basically. If you see a trend emerging, jump on it straight away and start create a page for it on your website, create a product page or a service page, start writing content about it. Don't wait until it's already been done by the big companies. You need to do it before the big companies do it. And as a small business owner, you'll actually have a really big advantage here because the bigger the company, the slower they are. Honestly, when I work with really big companies, changes to get changes done on a website take months it has to go through so many different people and get approval from left right and center whereas as a small business owner you can make changes on your website today so use that to your advantage when you see a new opportunity coming do some keyword research around it and jump on it a great tool to use for this is google trends type into google now google trends you can actually see how a search volume for a word has sort of going up over the past five years. And it'll also give you ideas and things for other emerging trends in your industry. So I definitely recommend you check out Google Trends and stay on top of emerging search trends. That does lead me on to tip number two, which is, I mean, I do talk about this all the time, I'm sorry. That is using the right keywords. I see far too often people not, strategically thinking about using their keywords or not understanding the right search intent behind keywords. In fact, let's go over this now. 
keyword search intent. Whenever I type in something to Google, I have an intent behind it. I'm typing that in because. And so I'm either typing that in because I want to find information. I want to make um, a navigational move on the internet, find something. I want to maybe actually make a transaction or I want to, I'm one step behind transaction. I want to just find commercial intent. I'm shopping around window shopping. But whenever I'm typing something into Google, whenever I'm typing a keyword into Google, there is an intent behind it. And all too often I see with small businesses and big businesses make this mistake as well. They're not thinking about the search intent when they're optimizing a page for a keyword. If you've optimized a product page for a keyword, but that keyword, and when I see a keyword, it can be phrase, it can be a group of words. When I've optimized a product page for a keyword, but that keyword, actually the search intent behind it is informational. People typing in that keyword, they're not looking to make a, a purchase there and then. They're wanting information about that product. Chances are probably I should have optimized that keyword for a blog post or blog posts should be optimized around that keyword. You just really, really need to choose keywords carefully. And this is something I definitely teach in my course, um, the Complete Beginners SEO course, which fully optimizes your, optimizes your website, teaches you how to do keyword research for free without any need for expensive tools. I use Google Ad Planner, but there's a way around it so you don't have to pay. Um, and also it kind of just teaches you, well, it just optimizes your whole website. But I promise that's the only plug for today for the course, okay? Do go check that out though if you're struggling with SEO and you just want someone to hold your hand and do it for you. Okay, tip number three is going to be make use of automation. Make use of all the tools out there. I don't want you having to struggle, you know, like technology these days is getting so good that you, a lot of things can be automated. I'm talking things as a small business owner. If you're having to gather local reviews for your local SEO, use a tool for it. Just try the free trial for a month. You know, you don't have to commit to it. And if after a month you see it's not working, get rid of it. But at least give all these tools a try. I'm constantly trying new tools for content creation for clients. In fact, at the moment with, um, with this podcast, I'm using a tool called PodSqueeze, Pod which helps me create the social media content once I've actually done the podcast all the time looking at different tools and how I can speed up my process as a marketer and a small business owner. Tip number four. Now, if you're an online business, you might think this is irrelevant to you, but if you listen to my local SEO guide episode, I explained how often you'll make a much, much faster progress by niching down in your localization area or your service area than you would if you try and approach a whole country or the whole world. And so even if you are an online business, I recommend you get involved with other local businesses in your industry. You, the more you sort of get your name out there, the more you connect with people, the more opportunities rise. And not just on your website, on your social media as well, on your LinkedIn profiles, real life person events, all these things will help build your business and your brand. And as I always talk about, building a brand is really important for SEO. Google looks across the internet at every single mention of your company. It all adds up to a positive SEO or negative SEO, in fact. 
So I really do urge you, even if you think it doesn't apply to you because you're not technically a local business, to get involved with businesses in your area. Engage with the community, I guess, or make a community. You know, get on Facebook and make a Facebook group for people in your business. Say, for instance, you're a niche niche e-commerce store selling fake plants. Find other fake plants on fake plant companies on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Connect them and be like, hey, do you want to make a group? And we just talk about the struggles with building a fake plant business. Stop thinking of other websites and other businesses as your competitors. There's enough people in the world that everyone can have a piece of the pie. This actually has really helped my own business. I don't view other SEOs as competitors. No, we're all working towards the same goal. And if you're a fake plant business, you're all working towards the same goal of selling fake plants. So yeah, definitely get involved with other local businesses or other businesses in your industry. Number five, I would like you to start thinking about using schema. Now, this might be a bit of a foreign concept to you if you're a beginner SEO, but basically schema is a markup or a code, often, you know, they call it JSON LD code. And it's just a nice little code that gets inputted onto your website on your home page or on a different page, perhaps, but we're talking about organization schema. So I'll go put on your home page and it just provides Google with sort of a nice, easy way to read what your website's about, as opposed to having to hunt through all the different code and design code at the same time to make sense of what your page is about. Schema is a way to cut through all the, no- cut through all the noise and say to Google bots, hey, this is what our website's about. Rank us where you want to rank us, preferably at the top, please. So start thinking about schema. And I'm only going to say start thinking about it because it's a whole topic. In fact, let me know if you want to know more about schema and how it help SEO. And perhaps we'll do a few episodes on it and try and make it really simple. The good news is lots of SEO plugins these days actually have schema in them. If you just dive into the settings, I'm sure you'll find them. And the other good news is, even if you have to input the code, you can actually use schema generators and they'll help you guide you, create the right schema for your website or your business and pop the code into, well, you have to pop the code into your website, but you don't have to sort of create all the code yourself. Um, You don't have to be a coder, basically, is what I'm saying. So that was tip number five. Tip number six is going to be constantly, this is a very Gary V tip. I used to love Gary V. Um, you probably don't know who he is, but he's a very, he's a very successful internet marketer. He grew his father's wine business from like 1 million to like 60 million or something before online businesses got big. Um, and then with that money, he then, well, he didn't get that money. It was his dad's money. With his savings, he invested in Facebook, I think, and became really rich off the back of that. Anyway, so he's got loads of money. He now has a huge media company. But a few years ago when he was massive, he would always be talking about always creating content. And I think this is a really great way to sort of spice up your website because it'll be um, getting customers' testimonials if you're face-to-face with customers. And if you know them well, ask them for a video testimonial. If not, if you perhaps you get people asking you or just sending you comments, I get people DMing me saying, telling me nice things. And I'll say to them, oh, do you mind if I use this as a testimonial? And I probably don't use it that day, but I know it's there in my bank of testimonials, in my bank of content to add to my website, to add to my social media. 
And the great, why I want you to do this is because these unique experiences, these real life opinions is what's going to set your website apart from the mass of, you know, AI generated websites. Because you can guarantee if you're that fake plant e-commerce store that someone's used some AI tool to create, hey, create me a fake plant e-commerce store, please. And they'll create, you know, a whole little template, a whole coded designer website. An AI tool's done it all, but it's not special. It's generic. So how you make your website unique, which Google loves, is with this bank of testimonials. And if you've got video testimonials, even better. And the great thing as well about the more and more content you're constantly creating to do with testimonials and experiences and reviews, higher your conversion rate will go as well because a website or a business needs social proof. Potential customers need to see that your product works. They product works. They need to know you're trustworthy. So yeah, always be thinking about sort of content creation via your current clients and customers. Okay, number seven, I think now, perhaps. Let's hope so. <laughs> Up thinking about your customer's journey, the buyer funnel or the buyer journey or the funnel or the sales journey, whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. It starts with awareness, consideration, and then hopefully conversion. And then if we're lucky, we'll get loyalty, depending on your business, obviously. Perhaps you're something where they only need to buy you once for the rest of your life. Brilliant. You don't need any loyalty then. Um, although maybe you do because you want them to refer you to other clients. Um, but yeah, start thinking about your customer funnel. And so this is going to be, I guess, a bit more sort of, I don't want to say complicated because it's not, but when you're thinking of your website and splitting up pages and deciding on the site structure, by the way, if you're completely lost about your site structure, I do urge you to check out my course. Oh my God. I said I wasn't going to plug it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Pretend I didn't say that. (laughs) No, but I do actually give you the perfect site structure in my course as well. So you can make sure your website follows this SEO optimized website structure. Um, But yeah, when you're thinking about your site structure, when you're sort of deciding on your content, you need to be deciding where does this fit in with the customer journey? And you also need to start, you know, when you're on your website, imagining yourself as a customer, perhaps they're in the consideration phase. Is it easy for them to find that exact product every single time? Or is it a bit of a mess and they need to jump through a million hoops to find their place in the website again? Have you got, you know, things like abandoned cart set up, things like that. Make it easy for them to come become converting as well, specifically for content marketing and where they are in the funnel. When they're at that consideration stage, would it help be helpful if you provided more information on reviews of your product, more customer stories as well? Um, maybe comparison blog posts as well. All these things, these these content marketing, you might not think, oh, they don't have much search volume around them. So what's the point in creating that blog post? Well, no, because if someone's in the consideration stage, that blog post might be really useful. So no, it might not be the first way they find your business, but then when they become further down the funnel and they get to that consideration phase, they do find your blog posts and it does actually make the switch into a conversion. SEO is not just about organic traffic. It is about conversion rate optimization as well. These days, SEO is becoming sort of an all-encompassing marketing discipline. 
It's not really split up. It's not something like email marketing, which is very defined. SEO is messy. It's holistic. You've got to look at the bigger picture. So I want you to start thinking how you can sort of structure your website in a way that makes sense for someone to filter through the buyer journey. As with the content marketing as well, your blog posts. And if you're stuck with blog posts, ideas, I definitely recommend you check out my free resource on my website. I've got some free resources there that you can download. Um, one is a blog post generator guide, which teaches you exactly how to sort of generate quickly a whole bunch of blog posts, which you can then filter down, split up into different parts of the buyer journey. That is all for today, guys. Um, I'll be back next week. As always, shoot me a message on Instagram at the plan success or email me as well at hello at the plan success or check out my website as well, www.theplansuccess. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thank you guys. Bye-bye.